Hello and welcome to the New to Canada podcast, the show that shares honest, real-life stories and insider info from internationals living in Canada. I am your host, Kate Johnson, and I made the big move from England to Canada in 2017 after falling in love with a Canadian. Join me as I chat with fellow newcomers and learn all about where they are from in the world, why they chose Canada as their new home, and the lessons they've learnt along the way. It's great to have you. After the success of our episode diving into Toronto versus Vancouver versus Montreal, season two, episode 19, it's clear that many of you are still either unsure about where to plant your roots here in Canada, or you're just interested in learning more about the different provinces and places in this beautiful country. I hear ya, I'm officially on the mission to get as much location insider info as possible. Enter this week's guest, Marisol from Costa Rica, who has lived in Edmonton, Alberta for 11 years. I definitely will say that the cost of living is pretty good and, and what people actually make, um, you know, in terms of like salary and all that, it's, it's very good. And when you consider like the taxes that you have to pay versus the cost of living plus how much money you make, it makes sense to, to move here. I will say that sometimes people think, oh, Alberta, like what, what's there? You know, it's a prairie, prairie province, but you know, I, I'll say this is a beautiful province. You know, just having the mount, mountains too, being able to go like during the summer months. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. In this episode, Marisol and I chat about luscious Costa Rica, how she met a Canadian like me on a temporary trip and found herself moving here just six months later. And then we dive into what to expect when living in Alberta from cost of living to mountain adventures. Let's start the show. Marisol, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm super excited to be here finally with you. I know we have been planning for this, seems like for a long time. So yes. yeah, so happy to meet you finally. We've been, yeah, we've been following each other's journeys for years now, I want to say on Instagram. And um, yeah, now I'm happy you're here representing Costa Rica and Ooh. representing Alberta. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm really, really excited. Hopefully um, I'll be doing a good uh, representation <laughs> for both Costa Rica and Alberta. Exactly. Yeah. How's your week been? Um, it's been a little bit crazy, but uh, it seems uh, the norm this day. So um, yeah. And you were mentioning you've you've had quite a lot of snow recently. Yes. And as we speak right now, there's uh, a lot of snow right now oh, okay. coming our way. So we're getting more and more snowfall here in Ontario, but it's kind of melting straight away. So we're just getting the start of it. But yeah, I guess you've had it for quite a while now over in Alberta. Like, When does it usually start? Well, actually, we were quite lucky because I will say since I've been here in Canada, usually by Halloween, we already have a lot of snow or at least we already had like some snow. This time we got lucky. So nothing. And I was like, I was really happy for kids because they were able to go trick or treating and no snow. Oh no! So, but yeah, last weekend, starting like Sunday night, there was some freezing rain. And then by Monday, it was like full blown snow and yeah, so Monday and Tuesday, we got like a lot of snow, I would say like 10 to 20 centimeters in some areas oh, of the province. So <laughs> I know. And so now we have more snow coming our way. But yeah, you know what? Honestly, it's, it's not bad. At least the temperature is like minus seven. So I'll take that versus minus 30, minus 40, yeah. which sometimes we get that. So 
<laughs> when, what would you say is the lowest? Definitely January, February, and I think that's across Canada. But I see here in Alberta, there's always like a pattern. Temperature tends to go down quite a bit. Um, and yeah, you, you get like, I think it was this year actually that we had February was like minus 28, minus 30 for like oh. literally the whole month. So that was, that was brutal. For me, when we had like those temperatures, I just hide like a bear and I just start eating. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else can you do? I really? know with your sister. Oh my God. No, everybody um, does that here. I think it, that's one of the things I noticed when I moved here that everyone just kind of hibernates and it's, it's yes. so much harder. And I think the Canadian culture is very, um, you know, you have to pre-book your social things with your friends and stuff in advance, which is something that a lot of people point out on this podcast. But especially in the winter, it gets even worse because it's like people just yes. disappear and they just, you know, go indoors. So, And that is so true. Everything is so pre-planned. Yeah. Like, I mean, being from Costa Rica, I'm used to... You know, people, they don't really make any plans. I mean, unless it's something more like formal, like a wedding or, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. But people usually, they just call each other. Do you want to go for lunch? Do you want to go for a beer? And then they just go and, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But I do find here in Canada, you kind of have to plan. And, and especially, yes, in winter, because people are, I guess, hiding or, you know, maybe not not really interested in going out so uh yeah it's it's a little bit different that way but yeah. i mean i don't blame them either because yeah going out when it's like minus 30 yeah. yes <laughs> it's funny though because by the end of the winter season i kind of look back and i and i do push myself it's a it's a physical effort to like make yourself do things so i'm like okay i'm yeah. gonna go and i'm gonna go ice fishing or i'm gonna go <laughs> you know do this like sledding or i'm gonna do all this these yeah. activities to make the most of it but by the end of it also you look back and you're like yeah like everything about the summer and the winter is all kind of like fake air <laughs> so it's just kind of just like okay my house is like heated with like the furnace and then I go into my car where it's like heated and then I go run into the buildings where it's heated and then it's the same in the summer because it's so hot and humid it's like okay so now I'm in my house with the air conditioning and the same thing yeah. car and then the buildings so it's so funny <laughs> anyway we're, we're going off on a tangent but you mentioned Costa Rica so let's yes. hear about Costa Rica so so you moved to Canada more than a decade ago. How how long exactly yeah. have you been here? I mean, I will say now, so I've been with my husband for 12 years, which is kind of crazy. Um, so I will say pretty much around the, it's kind of the same time frame. Um, and honestly, had you asked me, are you going to move to Canada? Like that never crossed my mind. I thought when I was younger that I wanted to move abroad because I don't know, I always... I always like to connect with different cultures and, and kind of exploring. I'm really, really adventurous, I will say. So that was always at the back of my mind. But I know that, you know, saying, oh, I'm just going to move. It's not as easy, right? Mm. When when you actually get to to do that. So yeah. um, back in the day, my, my mom used to live here in Canada. So one summer she told me, hey, why don't you come and visit me? And so I said, okay, sure, I'll come. So I came and... During that trip is when I met my husband. So, and then the rest is history kind of thing. Wait, so he's Canadian? He's Canadian, yeah. Full Canadian, born, raised in Alberta. Yes. That uh, is amazing. I had no idea. How have I known you this long and we have the same similar story? That's so funny. <laughs> I know. That's that's why I love when I hear your story because I, I totally relate. And, yeah. you know, had you asked me again that that would happen, 
never, like I never thought about that. And it's just when I met him, we clicked. So you were just visiting your mom. And- yeah. Wow. We clicked and so- I went back home. And after that, like six months after I was moving to Canada. Oh my gosh. You know what? Love it. Yeah. Now that I think about it, like, you know, in the moment, I wasn't, you know, really, and, and I was younger too. Not that I'm old now, but obviously I was younger back in the day. And so early 20s, and I wasn't really, you know, thinking, oh my God, about the risks, or I was just like, yeah. I'm going to do it. And, and I was trying to be really positive. And you had your mom too, like she'd done it and she could tell you what it was like. And that's nice. But my mom moved back to Costa Rica. So, oh. um, yeah. So, <laughs> So it's kind of, it's kind of funny that way, but I mean, she does come and visit me here in Canada, but, um, it, it is just funny how everything happened. And, you know, I, I say that I have like the best of two worlds. Cause I mean, I have a tropical country that I try to go every year. Of course, with a pandemic, it's been tough. Um, but then at the same time, I have Canada. Summers are beautiful. I love fall, winters. I mean, they're not bad. I always love like the first snowfall and then six months after I'm like, I'm done mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing. But it, it, yeah, it's kind of funny. But yes, I was born, raised in Costa Rica. In San Jose, the country's capital. Yeah. What, what's it like there? Is it, I, I was looking at it and it was, it's very kind of similar to your, your average city, right? It's, it's big. It's got your museums and gardens and zoos and everything you could want. So, yeah. um, is that where you grew up? Yeah. I grew up in the city. So yeah, definitely city girl. Um, it, what is nice about Costa Rica is that, you know, it's such a small country that you can get to the beach, volcanoes and all that in such a short time. Like, an hour, maybe hour and 20 minutes, and you're by the beach. So, um, of course, if you drive a few more hours, you might get to some of the nicest beaches that we have. But I'll say that, yeah, growing growing up there, it was beautiful. I mean, the weather is, is very nice. You know, it's mild. We get the rainy season that people complain about. But It's tropical rain, though, isn't it? It's like warm rain. I yeah, love that. When yeah. I was in Thailand, that's still my fav- one of my favorite memories of us just running in the streets going, oh, my God, because like, as an English girl... <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing rain. This is actually rain that I can live with. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's nice that way. I mean, it, like I said before, there's just a lot of, you know, stuff that you can do outdoors if if you like that, the, you know, nature, the, the food, the people. I mean, I'm biased. It's my country. So, of course, I love it. But I, I do have to say I have the best uh, of both worlds. I like to thank that. And, and I have fully embraced Canada and and. Now I feel, uh, I, I feel Canadian at heart too. So. Wow. <laughs> but when I go to Costa Rica, I get into that tropical like mindset. I mean, what more do you need really? You've got the rainforest, you've got the wildlife reserves, you've got the tropical beaches, but then it, it, it yes. speaks to my kind of inner adventurer as well, because you can like zip line over the rainforest. You can like hike up a volcano. There's yeah. waterfalls, there's hot springs. Yes. I was looking into it like, okay. <laughs> This has everything. This is amazing. Oh, we'll have to go down there together. We'll have to, to plan a trip. Don't tempt me. <laughs> I will take you up on that and you'll regret it because I am all about that. That's amazing. Let's do it. And then you take me uh, to UK because I haven't been to UK yet. Oh, and yeah, yeah. see, we can do that. Next week? Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> I'll call you yeah. sick. All your family are over there still, I guess. You're the only one over here now with your mom left. Yes. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can relate to... You know, the fact when you live abroad, like friends and, and other people kind of become your family. So, you know, I got to say I'm, I'm quite blessed because 
I have like some friends that actually went to school in Costa Rica and, and that I've known for like many years that moved here for like schooling or because they also happened to meet somebody from Canada. So um, I have another friend in North, Northwest Territories um, that I've also known since we were in high school. And I do have a cousin and um, that recently moved to BC. So um, I happened to see her in the summer and so, so it, it kind of makes life easier. I'll say like having, like you need to have like a support system. I say when you live abroad and even if you don't have your, your family here, which, you know, thankfully with technology and social media and all that, you can stay more connected. But I find like here, the people that you meet, like your friends, they become your family, yes. you know, the family that you choose, the family that kind of supports you. And, and you need to have that because, you know, living abroad is not easy. There's like, there's ups and downs and, Actually, I love the, you know, some of the, the, the things that you post on TikTok because they're so true. <laughs> like people think that, oh, it's, you know, moving abroad is just beautiful and everything is like roses all the time. But, and, and it's not that it's not like that, but you also go through all these ups and downs yeah. and roller coaster of, of emotions. So having that support system, having, you know, those friends definitely make your life easier and connecting with other expats for sure. Um, it's very helpful. Yeah, and you're so much more grateful for the people that you that you click with because of that reason that you're you, you don't have as much of a network. And so when you do find people that get it and that you click with, it's like, okay, now you're I'm never gonna let you go and you're not allowed to move. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you hold on to them very tight and yes, yes, I hear you. That's for sure. Amazing. So if we were to visit San Jose or Costa Rica in general, where, yeah. where are some of the your favorite places that you would always go or what can you recommend as, as someone from there? Yeah, well, I gotta say like the city, um, you know, San Jose has some nice places to see. Like there's a national theater, which um, it's just a beautiful place. There's many, like if you're like into art, culture, that's definitely a good place to, to go and see. And they have like a little cafeteria that you can sit there and it's just so like I don't know it's like elegant and cozy and it's a very nice experience um the the it's called Teatro Nacional so it's the um, national theater um you could also go there's another um, museum just down the road like maybe about four blocks away and I'm going to apologize. I'm a bad Costa Rican because I can't recall the name right now. But it, there's also a lot of history about Costa Rica, um, how it all started. Um, there's another, um, I think there's another museum where you can actually go and see um, gold. But again, see, I'm, I'm going to admit this right now and it's kind of embarrassing. But um, the names, I will be sharing those names with you. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put them in the show notes. <laughs> yes, yes, I will be sharing the names, but definitely there's like those places again. If if you're into culture, if you're into mm-hmm. arts, if you're into history, it it kind of gives you a really good overview of what Costa Rica is all about, how it started, etc. Yeah, and I read that a place there's a place called Escazú. Escazú. Yes, Escazú. Yeah. Yeah. So that's apparently kind of a little bit outside of the city where there's really good restaurants and nightlife. Yes, yes. So yes, Escazú is a very popular place. Um, you you like you find many good restaurants there, like good cuisine. They also have a lot of like what they call like markets where you can go and sample food. So they have like Ooh. all these different joints with different types of food. You know, you could find maybe uh, Costa Rican food or maybe like tapas from Spain um, or Asian food, etc. So you can go and sample and get things from all those places. 
Um, I can't believe we haven't spoken about food yet. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. But yeah, I love food. <laughs> One thing I was going to say before the food is definitely if you go to Costa Rica, go to the beaches. And, and especially, I mean, if you want to go to the Caribbean side, um, the food there, it's amazing. You know, it's influenced by, um, you know, at one point when they were building like the railroads and all that, they brought a lot of people from Jamaica and from China back in the day. Mm -hmm. So then of course, some of those, um, you know, workers stay in our country. And so we have like a very, I, I would say that is very multi, multicultural there because you find a lot of people, uh, and, and the cuisine, it's influenced by, you know, kind of like J Jamaican, Caribbean food. So mm -hmm. it's amazing. Um, and, and you can find, like, in terms of food, uh, there's a rice and beans, which is cooked with coconut and coconut oil. Um, you might find, like, Caribbean chicken um, or, you know, beef patties, which are amazing, very spicy. Um, you can also find something called, like, platinta, which is kind of like an empanada made out of uh, sweet plantain. Mm -hmm. So the food is it's amazing there. And they actually do cook a lot with coconut oil and coconut. Um, and then if you go to the other side of the country, which is the Pacific side, I mean, the food there, a lot of seafood, ceviche, which is one of my favorite things. And, and it's hard to find ceviche here in Canada. <laughs> so anytime I find like a joint that offers ceviche, I try to go, to go for that. But, you know, our, I will say like in Costa Rica, our food is, is simple, but very, you know, delicious and a lot of natural drinks. So, um, Growing up there, usually like having pop, yeah, here and there, but we have so many fruits that it's really nice to make like natural drinks all the time. So, but I'll say our, our food is very simple, but very tasty and healthy too. So like I said, I'm biased. I love how much of a mixture it is that it is. you, yeah, you have the influence from all the countries around you and that's, that's such a cool hot pot of culture. I love yes. That. Yes. And good coffee too. Oh, the coffee is amazing. Are you a coffee drinker? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes I am, and and I wasn't like growing up. It's kind of funny. I wasn't really a coffee drinker, and I wouldn't consider myself even today like a coffee connoisseur. Like some people really know their coffee, and and I always say that a person that drinks like black coffee with no sugar, no cream, no milk, that's a real coffee drinker for me. Yeah, like I in my never. case, yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't think we're drinking the right coffee, but I really yes. can't drink black coffee. <laughs> but down there, you can go and visit like so many coffee farms, and um, even Starbucks up open like one of the first like farms worldwide. So mm. um, you know, Starbucks they do get a lot of like coffee also from Costa Rica. And Brazil and, and Colombia and other countries, but I had the chance to visit their um, farm. And you can take a tour where they also explain to you how, you know, the different types of coffee, um, when the coffee is actually ready to be picked. Uh, then you, you get to sample like all these different types of coffee and how to, like, you learn how to drink that properly. And so it, it's kind of a nice experience. Uh, you can also go to other, like, you know, there's the Starbucks experience, but they also have like other like, you know, local farms that you can go and see. And it's quite yeah. interesting to see the people like working there and yeah, supporting that, you know, local like economy, uh, smaller producers. And it's just really interesting. And then if you have the chance, bring coffee back home. That's what I do. Um, I try to bring a good supply for the entire year. And, and yeah, it's, it's very, very good coffee. Another thing for the list. I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so do you ever think, do you ever find that you 
you said that you love that you have the best of both worlds. So I guess you found a really great balance of visiting home and getting that sunshine and the, you know, that yeah. life and then coming back to Canada. Or do you, do you ever miss it? Is there something, you know, some things about Costa Rica that you really miss? I, I do. I mean, just because I know that so many people will be like, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm sure people yes, say that yes. to you. <laughs> Wait, you live on like by this tropical beach and now you yeah. live in, you know, this frozen hostel wasteland, as Jim Carrey would say. They always tell me that at work. <laughs> People that know me, what what the hell are you doing here? We're trying to go down south and you're here. Right. So yeah, you know what? Like for me, I I mean it's it's kind of that experience where, you know, I, I one thing led to the other and, and for me yeah. that was, you know, like meeting my husband and then I just like like established kind of my life here. Like I went back to school here too and so I, I did settle, however I'm going to be quite honest. I always miss my country and, you know, I always miss my family. And yes, I get to talk to them every day, um, you know, by the end of the day or at some point. And I talk to my friends down there too. So you never stop missing your country. I, I think you just learn how to establish a balance. And, yeah. but I don't think that ever goes away, you know, homesickness. I don't think it goes away. You just learn how to manage that. But, there's many things I miss. I mean, aside from my family and friends, which, you know, that's, that's a huge uh, thing for me. You know, even sometimes like some, like, I don't know, like, like food ingredients, things that I can find here. Um, there's no like Costa Rican restaurants here whatsoever. I mean, you find other restaurants like Mexican restaurant, like even like Peruvian or Colombian, etc. but no like, you know, Costa Rican restaurants. So, you know, Sometimes you do miss like a few things that you're like, oh God, I'm craving this. And sure enough, you can find it. So I, I try to indulge every time I go down there. I'm like, okay, I have a list of things that I need to try and eat because <laughs> yes. I've been craving that for so long. But yeah, I, I suppose I try to make the best um, out of the experience. And, you know, um, when I say when, when I feel down, I, I also, you know, try to be grateful and think about what I have here. And, mm -hmm. and I, and I know that, you know, like someday if, when, if I retire, I mean, I'm far away from the retirement right now. <laughs> and unless I win the lottery, <laughs> yeah. I would be going down there. But um, yeah, I just try to, you know, stay positive and think, okay, I'm going to be going there. I try to go there every year. And, and when yeah. I do go try to enjoy as much as I can, but yeah, I mean, I will be lying if I said that I don't miss my country and that because I don't I don't think that ever goes away. Um, I think, you know, part of being an expert. Yeah, it's, it's who you are and that's never going to change for sure. Yes. And it's like it's going back to that mindset. I love that the, the first thing you said about it was that you have the best of both worlds. And that's that's really the yeah. only way that you can look at it. You've, you've got positives and negatives, I'm yes. sure, for both sides. And now you just have two amazing homes that you yeah. can kind of go back and forth. Uh, between which is yeah we're so lucky for that so well and the summer was funny because I don't know about you but we had a really hot summer here in Alberta and I was going crazy uh -huh. I even though I'm from Costa Rica the city doesn't get as hot as it gets you know maybe by the beach so but what I find is that like this summer it was actually very humid and hot and I was going crazy and then people kept on saying, but aren't you from Costa Rica? I'm like, yes, but I'm not from the beach. <laughs> I'm from the city and it doesn't get that hot. <laughs> so, so it is kind of funny too, because I, 
I think I appreciate very much like fall weather. That to me is like the perfect weather. You know, it's mild. Give me like a 21 degree day with a breeze. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that. A light cardigan. That's all you need. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll take that. But then also I need my palm trees and I need my vacation. And I can't wait to go. I'm going to Dominican over Christmas and I'm just, yes, I'm counting down the days. That's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting and perfect timing. Get away Christmas yes. and give yourself a break. Well, I always think it's so nice when it's cold and it, there's snow on the ground, when it's all Christmassy and everyone's singing Christmas songs and there's lights and there's all the spirit of Christmas. But then as soon as Christmas is over, it's like, okay, now I have like four months left. Yes. <laughs> Winter season. Like, how? What am I going to do? <laughs> the magic is gone. Of the, yeah, this is not. Yeah, I'm going to do I, I hear you. <laughs> yes, I hear you. Like right now, if you get snow, it's like, oh, that's not too bad. It's leading up to yeah. Christmas. We should have some snow for like you know the 25th and so on but then after that it's like okay mm-hmm. i'm done <laughs> so do you and your husband go to costa rica a lot has he managed to visit and where you're from i'm yes. sure and over the years actually and- it, it's funny because even before we met he had gone to costa rica oh. uh, with his family and and he loved it and now like i mean since we've been together we we go there every year and you know, it makes life easier when you have a partner that it's so open-minded and that also embraces your culture, mm. like from the food to like... Does he speak Spanish? It's funny enough, and he actually blames it on me, but I, he knows some Spanish. But recently he was like, you know what? He's like, I had it, so he's using like Duolingo. Nice. <laughs> and, so, and he's actually uh, doing that way because he's like... You know, with you, I'll never learn. I'm like, no, it's it's just that we have to sit down and, and do it, right? So, but but he knows. He can get away, you know, with, with saying things and, and all that. So I look forward to the moment that he's like fully, you know, fully speaks Spanish cool. and that will be Because really, do you have family really members cool. that only speak Spanish or do, do, are people pretty bilingual? Um, pretty much like people around down there like are pretty good. They speak both you know languages but yeah definitely i do have like some family members that don't luckily my mom does like you know she she, she's fine but for example my grandma like she she knows some words in english but like to establish a full like conversation in english no so but then uh what he does he has like a little book so or or you know i translate so it's just kind of a funny dynamic together But yeah, I do look forward to him, like, you know, speaking Spanish so that, you know, he can have, you know, conversations with those members that don't. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, he can really embrace that culture that you're from. And yes. Yeah, I get it, yes. for sure. So I want to hear more about this story. So you you met him completely unexpectedly, same as me. And um, yeah, what, what happened after that? You kind of parted ways, you went back to Costa Rica, I'm sure, and then you yeah. just kept chatting or... I went back to Costa Rica um, and then, you know, we, we kept on talking and eventually that, that year. So I think that that would have happened like around July, August. And then he came to see me um, early December of that year. And then basically the next, next spring, like six months after I was, I was moving to Canada. What he just invited you, he said, look, this might sound crazy. Come live with me. Or- <laughs> well, we were talking and you know what? Like sometimes it's really hard to have like a long distance relationship. And, yeah. and you know, we were like facing a lot of, you know, sometimes sometimes you have like differences because, you know, t- trying to sync your, your schedule or I, I think we were both frustrated. 
And we said, the only way to make this work is for one of us to, to move. So I, I said at the time, I, I think it would be easier for me to move. I mean, I speak the language. Um, I, I can go there and, and work and all that. And I got to say that I was very naive too, because the first time I moved to Canada, um, my first attempt, I came here. Then I saw like all those different legalities around like, you know, I thought it would be more like straightforward. So to me, after that, I like, I went back home and then I came the second time and I was like, okay, this time I have all my papers in order. This time I know exactly what I need to do. And so to me, I, I always tell people like, definitely do your homework, do your research because it will make your life easier. Moving is already hard enough, but if you have like all those, you know, you have done your research, you know exactly what you're going to need, etc. It's just going to make things much easier for you, less stressful, and will allow you to actually enjoy the experience. But now that I look back, we kind of laugh and it's like, God, everything we have gone through, um, but we're still together and, and you know, pushing pushing forward. So, but yeah, it is kind of funny. Like I said, I never, if you would have asked me, hey, Marcel, do you see yourself living in, in um, Canada? I would have said, no. Mm-hmm. Like Same. I told you, I knew I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to move somewhere, but yeah, you know, you say that, but to actually do it is a whole different thing. And well, here we are. So, so how did you, did you just go straight for permanent residency and, and that's the route you went down? So or? I came here when I was in Costa Rica and, and I met him actually, I was, I was um, doing my master's down there. So when we talk about me moving, you know, we tried the first time and it was like a little bit chaotic. So the second time when I actually did move and it was, you know, everything worked out, I came with a study permit. Mm-hmm. So I, I came here because we said, okay, since I was studying down there, maybe I can come here and study as well. So, and doing like my paperwork for like study uh, permit was pretty easy. I, mm-hmm. I didn't experience any issues. And then to get my residency, um, when you become like a student uh, here in Canada, you have the option to get like a postgrad work permit and then transition to the residence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And, you know, actually, I'm, I, I say that I'm quite lazy because uh, or maybe I just got tired after going through all that paperwork because <laughs> I need to do like my Canadian citizenship. I should have done that a long time ago and I haven't. But uh, it's it's one of my goals for 2022. Yes. Get it, Get that done. I would love that too. That's on my list as well. It's just you put it off because it's just so much work to get all that paperwork yes. together. And it's it's easy like to get all of it's just the time that it takes to gather. Okay, so now I need yes. to scan every page of my passport and now I need to scan mm. all of the pages of this and it's just the uh And then count how many days you have been in Canada yeah. and it's yes. Yeah. But we'll do it. Know, one less thing to worry about in the future yeah. kind of thing. So. so you moved straight to Edmonton. That's where he's from and you just went straight there and you've been there since i have been here ever since so yeah i mean it is kind of funny because when you think about canada you think about honestly vancouver you hear about victoria you hear about montreal you know quebec toronto ontario but you don't hear a lot about the other provinces and territories which i mean it it, it's kind of crazy because i find like other provinces and territories they have so much to offer and i mean canada is so big and i haven't been able to be in every i guess city etc but 
yeah, there's so many beautiful places to explore and, and, and things like that. Here in Alberta, one of the things that I love the most is having the, the mountains. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll say in it, cause I live in Edmonton. So actually I live in an acreage outside of Edmonton. So it's like about maybe 30 minutes from, from the west of, of the city. And it, one of the things that I, I love about Calgary, for example, is that they're so close to the mountains. Well, Edmonton to get to Jasper, it's about maybe two hours and 45 minutes, almost like three hours. And still not bad. I mean, you can get it done in one day, go there. But um, I just love how Calgary is so close and, and you get to see the mountains. There's like the backdrop. I mean, you saw it this summer, like how beautiful it is. And having that, you know, the flexibility to go to the mountains when you want. Yeah. Um, it's just easier when you're in Calgary. Which, by the way, Calgary, it's just a beautiful city. Um, I loved Calgary. The electric scooters were like the funnest night of my life. Have you done those? Oh my gosh. How do they let that happen? (laughs) I'm like, I'm way too many cocktails down and I'm like driving these electric scooters around the city and it's so, they go so quick. Like I was zooming. Yes, they do. Oh my gosh. It was so fun though. Yes. Really cool. I have not done the scooters, but it's kind of funny because I do work in in the city, right? And pre-COVID... Um, I almost got run over by one of the scooters because there's scooters everywhere and they tell them don't use the sidewalk, but they still use the sidewalk. So you have to watch because some of them are coming like, yeah, I had my little bell. I was like, (laughs) 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 and then just, (laughs) yeah, I know definitely uh, those scooters are all over the city and I guess it's convenient because then you can go from one point. Do they have them in Edmonton as well? Or is it just a Calgary? Yes. Yes. No, they have them in Edmonton too, all over the place. It. It's like they park them strategically in some areas and then you can just take them and... Yeah, and then you just park them wherever you end up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just shows how young the population is, I think, because in Calgary, yes. the the average age is like 37.2 or something. It's so yeah. young, so... Yeah. And then Edmonton, you know, because I was saying, yeah, like Calgary, it's a beautiful city. Um, again... Definitely a lot of like restaurants and, and, but they also have the Bull River and they can go tubing down there. So it, it's really nice. Then Edmonton, I mean, it's, it's nice too. You have the River Valley and, um, it's quite nice to go there for like walks and there's some nice parks, lots of festivals. So Edmonton is like literally, um, a city of festivals. So during normal times, there's like a, a street, street performers festival there's like a french festival where they show like a lot of cool plays um in theater street performers yes and there's the fringe too which i love the fringe and yeah loads of yeah. Um, events like the heritage days too it's, it's very cool because they celebrate the cultures from all over the world and you get to sample their food and they also have like performances and wow. concerts and th- things like that so it's it's very cool that way. And then um, you also can see like the parliament, the legislative assembly of Alberta, which is a very nice building. And you can go there for like tours, which are free um, and learn a lot about the province, its history and, and all that. So, um, you know, it, it's very nice. And even like in the summer, um, they have like all these different fountains. So families go with their kids and or people are there with their scooters. <laughs> Or just walking around. So there's many like trails and things like that. So it's nice that way too. Um, Yeah. 
it, it's a very, I will say too, it's a multicultural city. I went there one time. I've been to Edmonton once when I worked, um, when I was doing the boat show. So I was there for the boat show. So I was only in, inside the giant hall for the boat show most of the time. But then I went yeah. to West Edmonton Mall, obviously. Um, oh, yeah, there's- <laughs> that's the only thing I really know about Edmonton is there's that yeah. massive mall. It's the second largest mall in North America, which is crazy. Yes. You think about the whole of the state. It is crazy. It's, it's in Edmonton. It's the second largest. And it is huge. Well, they have like this water park. It has its own water park. Yeah. I don't know. Did you get to see the water park? Yeah. Yeah. They have like this fake waves at the water park. And so people are there like floating. So then there's like this horn and then they bring the waves and people are screaming and they're <laughs> trying to surf. And, and it's just so funny, right? Coming from a country where, you know, there's like the beach and yeah. there's surfers and all people, they just go crazy. So it's pretty cute to watch. Uh, everybody's super excited and we're in like their bikinis in the middle of the mall. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the water park, but, uh, or grabbing a drink from the tiki bar they have. But yeah, there's a roller coaster, a giant pirate ship, like literally a real size yes. pirate ship that's just chilling in the middle of this mall. It was really cool. And I don't think we even walked around like a tenth of the place. Like it was crazy. So no, so it, it is tiring when you go there i i usually when i go which i try not to go very often i was gonna say that i bet the locals just don't go there <laughs> it's just mostly tourists that go there i go when i need something that i can buy online but i this day especially i try just to buy online because it's easier but when i go there yeah i mean it's it's it can be exhausting like you walk so much because it's big so it's like or if you need to go to one store and you have to walk an oh, hour yeah. to get to it that's <laughs> You need a scooter in the mall. Yeah, it's it's not very very convenient. That's when you should use a scooter, but yeah. I don't think they have scooters. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. That is, yeah. Oh my gosh, awesome. Well, I was looking up the kind of things that you should research before you move to a place because I know that there are a lot of people listening. And first of all, I want to say I am so excited that you're here because most of my guests, like you said, have either been from. Ontario or BC and I don't know why it's just it's worked out that way but it's it's great for for anyone considering other provinces that we're chatting about Alberta and stuff like that so yeah I was looking at what kind of useful things we should talk about really if you're considering Alberta you know I love the fact that because obviously cost of living is huge when you're looking to move somewhere yes and I love that there's no PST so there's no provincial sales tax yeah so when you go to Alberta, you're only paying 5% tax. So yeah, 5% tax, that's awesome. I would say that's definitely a pro check mark for Alberta. Yeah. Um, have you noticed anything else about, you know, living there that you'd, you'd think would be interesting for, for newcomers? I definitely will say that the cost of living is pretty good and, and what people actually make, um, you know, in terms of like salary and all that, it's, it's very good. And when you consider like the taxes that you have to pay versus the cost of living plus how much money you make, then it makes it a really, um, it makes sense to, to move here. Um, obviously I will say that sometimes people think, Oh, Alberta, like what, what's there? You know, it's a prairie, prairie province, but you know, I, I'll say this is a beautiful province and I mean, it, there's different cities, right? Like the major cities are Edmonton and Calgary, of course, but there's some other cities that people also move to if they're looking for like a color, kind of a smaller community um, type of thing. But 
Um, and as a newcomer, when, when you're starting, obviously you come with limited funds and you have to be very wise in terms of how you, um, I guess, invest that, how you spend that while you're trying to get up on your feet and, you know, get a job and all that. So, so I'll say that way here is, is very reasonable compared to other provinces. Um, and, and sometimes people don't think about that, but I'll say that makes Alberta attractive from, from that perspective. Um, Another thing, too, is that, if, you know, for example, if you're a person that wants to move to Edmonton, the majority of, of jobs that you'll find in the city are government jobs. So, you know, working for government is, is always good, you know, in some ways, like there's always like pros and cons, like anything in life. But um, you definitely will find like in Edmonton, there's a lot of like government jobs, while in Calgary, you find more of the corporate jobs and things like that, which you would find in any. And there are a lot of jobs, you know, you, I was looking and, and they're, they're saying we have so many jobs, we need more people. Yes. That's why there are quite, there's quite a high percentage of newcomers there because, you know, there's, there are the jobs there. There's a higher minimum wage there compared to Ontario. Yes. There's, you know, less average rent. So it's cheaper to live there as well as having, you know, less tax and, and higher wages. So yeah, it's, it's really appealing. The other thing too, like real estate, um, you know, if you, again, if you're moving here and buying like property, something that you would like to do down the road here, property, it's pretty reasonable compared to other provinces. I mean, if you look at Vancouver, um, sometimes a house might be worth a million dollars. I mean, it's the same case in like in Toronto, Ontario, like where you will find like these properties that you were like, really, this is worth like a million or even more than that. But here you might find a good piece of property for way less. And you're getting a lot of bank for the buck. And there's so many options, you know, you can have yes. like a sleek condo downtown, or you can have like the river valley view, or you could have, you know, yeah. more of the mountains, you know, a little town in the mountains. It, exactly. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you can live in the suburbs, you can live in the city, by a lake. It, it all depends, right, on what you want to do. But I'll say definitely from that perspective, like cost of living uh, compared to other provinces, uh, you're going to get more bang for the buck in terms of real estate. Uh, you might find like some good um, job like opportunities. Um, I also will say that one of the things that I like about, about Alberta is that, you know, some careers are actually fully uh, recognized here. So when, when you move here, one of the biggest challenges that people face is that sometimes, unfortunately, their careers are not recognized in Canada and therefore they're not able to find jobs within their field. But here, some, some careers are recognized. So if, you know, if you do the paperwork and submit that to the government, you might be able to, um, get your career, like, validated and be able to work in your, like, area of, you know, of expertise. So, so it's something to, you know, kind of, kind of consider as well. And, you know, I'll say like it, all in all, there's always pros and cons to anything. But, you know, since I've been here, it's, it's good. You know, I, I feel comfortable. Yeah. It's not, you know, huge city or like huge cities compared to other places. Maybe Calgary is a bit more, um, I will say, I mean, there are big cities, but definitely Calgary, perhaps somebody like the downtown, if you were compared that to, to Edmonton. 
but yeah, it, it has a lot to offer. I loved it though, and it's it's all about the vibe of a place as well. And and when yeah. I was in Calgary, and there was the big um, patios. There's not any kind of street. There's no vehicles in a lot of it. It's all pedestrian. And then there's all these yeah. bars, and everyone's so young, and it was so fun. I absolutely loved the people and the vibe of it. And then as you're mentioning yes. in Edmonton, you have all these festivals and events going on every year. So yeah. there is, you know, if you're looking at you know the vibe and the culture of a place and there there is a lot going on and even though it's not a, a huge huge city um i don't know yes. i feel like that's it, it's great and you get to learn i mean it, it's kind of funny since i've been here too i mean alberta is a, a really um like farming is a big thing so to a girl like me that i, I was born and raised by the city and and so getting to see like all these like massive farms and well, the Calgary Stampede, you know, that they do every year yes. and that it's like a renowned event and happen to go there like once. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing how they, they go all the way out. And yeah, so, so I think it's, it's kind of nice. And, you know, just having the mount, mountains too, being able to go like during the summer months. Yeah. That's really just the, the deal breaker. I'm so jealous, honestly, that you can go. Oh there. God, like Banff, Jasper, like, yeah. 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 That was a trip of one of the, my best trips I've, I've ever done in my life. Just it, your eyes are seeing this beauty, but it's just so hard to even believe that it's real. It looks like a painting. Yeah. And I was joking around, you know, on Instagram and stuff. I was like, I'm going to go see my laptop screensaver. Finally. Like yeah. I had my Dell computer in like 2008 and now I'm going to finally see that screensaver. But it's so, it's real. Like you think these are photoshopped lakes, like the color of the water, but it's real. It's just beautiful. It's, it's amazing. So how far is Banff from, from Edmonton? Um, I'll say it's about five hours. So Okay, so quite a way. <laughs> and I know it sounds like a lot, but it's... <laughs> For Canada, that's not a lot. Because <laughs> we usually drive it like in one day, you know, you take off in the morning and you can be there by like, I mean, if you leave by eight, you could be there by 12, one. Yeah, that's like me going to Montreal. Yes, I guess I'm used to those long distances now that I live in Canada so when people tell me oh it's so far away somebody from Costa Rica had so far away and I'm like how long is it an hour I'm like oh that's nothing <laughs> yeah that's like me going to the store to, to get milk <laughs> yeah basically so um yeah Banff is an obvious one and I, when I met Isaac and he was like yeah I'm from Canada and then I googled Canada what comes up Banff right so that's yes. what I thought I was gonna get and it's really funny that um I ended up in in Ontario it's pretty flat but um yeah no the mountains unreal you know Lake Louise um you're oh, you're beautiful. nearer to Jasper right so you're nearer that way yeah, 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 near to Jasper. Um, yeah, it's about like two hours, uh, 45 minutes kind of thing. So it's such a cute, cute town. It, it made me really, made me think of you know, some of the Australian kind of towns when I, when I was traveling around there. It's very laid back kind of nature is at the forefront and there's, you know, all these cool ski shops and bars and, um, yeah. these waterfalls everywhere. And the good thing about Alberta, if you're driving around that area, like the national parks, you can just pull up and you'll just see a waterfall in the corner of your eye and you'll be like, yeah. okay, pull yeah. over this one. And then you'll see another sign for like something else. And you'll be like, hey, pull over here. And there's a hot spring. Oh my God. Like there's so, so much. Many lookout points. Yeah. And then also like the wildlife, which, oh God, when the first time I saw a bear and then moose. And I elk. still haven't seen a moose. Oh, see, you have to come like, and actually around Jasper, you can get to see more. There's a Maling Lake Road. 
that takes you to Maling Lake. And every time I've gone through there, I've seen a bear, like a black bear or something like that. See, we did and we didn't see anything. And we also avoided the... Um the highway because people said that it's Bow Valley Parkway instead of the main highway. There's like a huge road uh, between Jasper and Lake Louise or is it Banff and Lake Louise? I can't remember, but there's a big parkway um, instead of the highway. And then, yeah, I was just peeled. My eyes were peeled for a moose. That's all I wanted or a bear, but didn't see anything. No. And you know what? Maybe uh, if next time you come to Alberta, the Kananaskis area, I got to see last year um, grizzly bear. In the wild, like I had seen one in a, I think it was a zoo in, in BC, but this time it was like a, like the bear, the grizzly bear with the cubs and it was just amazing. I was like, (laughs) and they're like, they're so cute, mine, you're like, I mean, I don't want it to get close to me (laughs) (laughs) for obvious reasons, but they're so cute to watch. Yes. Yes. I mean, definitely that area, you can get to see a lot of bears, wildlife, etc. Um... And that those ones are actually provincial parks. It's just before you get to Banff. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to see in that area too. Um, lots of campgrounds as well throughout uh, the province, which I love. Really amazing gondolas that you can take. I did the Banff gondola and yeah, that was so cool. Like you, you go so high and you're in this tiny little swinging little yeah. <laughs> compartment and you go right up and it feels like you're on literally on top of the world like in heaven like you're above the mountains looking down and everything you're just so high up and then there's live music and restaurants and oh yeah wow. they have like a whole thing up there which is pretty cool if you do the one in Jasper there's the i think it's called the sky tram and that one is kind of different because they just pile a bunch of people and you're standing the whole time you're not like sitting in a private private setting but um, that one actually goes up higher, I believe. And then when you get to the top, that one doesn't have like a restaurant, nothing like that. But then you can keep on going. You can hike up more. Uh, and then you get this amazing view of the mountains and then the valley, Jasper, all that. It's, it's just amazing. Like very. So next time you're in Alberta, definitely do that. I also haven't done the one at Lake Louise because they also have a gondola. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so much stuff to see. I have been here for a number of years and, I'm always like checking different places, you know, looking at different things. There's the Badlands too in, in Alberta here too, um, by Drumheller. Um, there's a really cool uh, museum over there. The glacier as well, you know, the Athabasca Glacier, where you can go on these four by fours on an actual glacier. Yeah, glacier. Um, learn about that. Um, super touristy, but again, there's, there's, I just love that Alberta has, has so many incredible, extreme, beautiful things for all seasons. Yes. So it doesn't matter what time of year you go, there's there's always amazing things to see. And I'm definitely going to go back because, yeah, I You'll have to. never seen beauty like it. And yeah, Ontario is is beautiful in its own way because we have like more of the the kind of forests and the lakes and that kind of thing. And then I think you guys have the waterfalls and the mountains and kind of that that side of it. But yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> mm. I think we've sold Alberta. I think I want to move there. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll go to Costa Rica and then the UK and then end up in Ireland. And then, yes, and then you'll come here. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, this has been so great. And I'm so excited that we that we got to share some some more about uh, a different province. So, um, you know, if anyone's looking to move here, then they, they get good information about all of them. So thank you so much. No, thank you, Kate. Uh, this was a great experience. And uh, yeah, I just look forward to uh, sharing uh, with you and listening to more exciting stories from other uh, newcomers. Thank you so, so much for listening. As always, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. And then if you're loving the show so far, recommend us to your friends. Spread word and help us grow this exciting community. Until next week. Bye.